Hello, and welcome to Hey Listen, Something is Happening, the studio sessions. What you are about to hear is a short series of Goldsmiths BA Design third year interviews conducted between January and March 2020. Back when we were tripping over one another and the walls hummed with the sound of incubating ideas, we crammed ourselves into a corner of the studio once a week and shared our projects when they were still in the early stages of their development. These eight episodes are the products of those encounters. Please follow the channel to hear more from our year group and stay tuned for the Hey Look Something Is Happening virtual show commencing the 22nd of June. We hope you enjoy hearing these insightful moments that have remained frozen in the empty studios until now. Episode 4, Ollie and Sophie. Ollie Pratt. Sophie Paul, I'm rewriting P.S. I Love You. So what have you brought with you today? I have brought with me um, some words on a page. Uh, I'm rewriting P.S. I Love You, kind of using the book as reference material and then rewriting it using a blackout method. I've brought the script with me. So what is the blackout method? Can you just explain like yes. what that is? Um, essentially what you're doing is writing over the, you're essentially scribbling out the words, or blacking out some of the words and then leaving in what you want the new, or what I want the new script to be, which is according to, a few weeks ago I did a sort of crowdsourced uh, exercise where I asked a bunch of people to rewrite a bunch of monologues from films, love monologues, and then that brought up certain themes that I'm then picking out from the original material. Cool. Um, what, what is the um, why? Why P.S. I Love You? Like, what's what's the reasoning behind that film? In particular, it's a film, right? It wasn't yeah, a book. It wasn't yeah. a book before, yeah. or was it? Was it a book before the film? It was a film? book before, which is here. Um, the book's by Cecilia Ahern, and it's. So she's Irish, it's set in Ireland, and then the movie's rewritten by an American man, I believe. Um, it's I've chosen P.S. I Love You because I spent a really weird evening last year watching it, where I was kind of using it as an excuse to cry, because the internet said it was a super sad film, and I watched it and it didn't do anything. And it was, I don't know, it got me thinking about this weird relationship then that it sort of took me into, where it, it this thing hadn't done what I wanted it to do. Um, and then I started writing about how it, how it kind of took me into this slightly weird space where we were like sharing this thing or this feeling and it was meant to be intimate and it was meant to be romance. Um, and throughout the entire thing, my neighbor was like coughing next door and it was this really like horrible hacking, like you're about to die kind of cough. And it really, I don't know. And it just felt slightly weird and it felt slightly gross. Yeah. Um, and I've been thinking about it ever since. So. Interesting. Um, so with regards to this object, which is the with the book, with the um, blacked out um, words, um, what's the next thing for that? What, do you have any plans for what that's going to become? Or 
is it just its own thing at the moment? Um, yeah, so it's going to become, I'm working with performance and I'm working with film to essentially turn it into a kind of a live film where you have a series of moving images um, and a series of different clips and then the new scripts being read on top of that. So what it's hopefully going to become is a kind of layered live film where you see bits from the original material and you see kind of new generated imagery. And the intention is that it becomes a little bit glitchy and it starts to peel back the original source material to reveal something new underneath it. Are you kind of trying to recreate that original experience that you had when you watched it? Um, when you watched P.S. I Love You that time? Or is this, is this like an evolution of that? Or, it, you know, are you trying to kind of recreate that feeling with this supposed like piece? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm trying to recreate the feeling as such. I think what I'm trying to do is um, I'm trying to take an original material that's full of very very like heteronormative tropes and it's full of a very specific very recognizable kind of gender role and power dynamic and I think I don't know there's something uncomfortable about that and there's something incredibly unoriginal about that and part of the reason it's P.S. I Love You at all is because P.S. I Love You is so full of those tropes that it may as well be any movie at all um so I think it's it's less about trying to recreate that experience and trying to strip back the original material to kind of make space for myself underneath and make space for something that's a bit improbable and a bit ridiculous and is this like something is an exploration that you're this is like a thing for you or is this more kind of outward for other people to experience you know is this like a journey for yourself or is it more kind of like a you know for other people to experience something that you've been through that's a good question um I think I think perhaps the process of generating the script has been largely for me and that's largely been according to themes that I've extrapolated and things that I think are important and then the eventual live film performance I would hope could be for the wider public or like kind of anybody who wants to engage with that yeah. um yeah like um I'd be interested to know like what you what you've kind of found out through doing these exercises because I've I sit my studio space is really near yours and I like see you on a daily basis doing this routine of blacking out um, P.S. I love you and I'm just I'm interested to know now what you've gained from that um, that experience or, or if, if anything you might not have you know <clears throat> um that's a really interesting question the I mean the process itself is I guess the process itself has surprised me that it's become anything at all because I did it I started blacking out the script a few weeks ago and I just didn't know what else to do um so the fact that it's become something, I guess, has taught me how, uh, I guess, how words and image and working within that realm is so material and so rich in the sense of just because something's printed on paper doesn't mean it's, yeah. doesn't mean it's like ultimate in a way and yeah, you can yeah. still play with that and fuck with that slightly. Mm -hmm. um, and also I think one, I don't know, one thing I've learned is that like, my job in this project is not to is not to show in any way what romance or intimacy or 
I guess film or performance could be. I think the point is to start a conversation about how things could. I don't know. Maybe get maybe start a conversation about that kind of dialogue and the dialogue around intimacy and what being intimate means for for each individual and what being liberated means. Wait, sorry. Um, I think because we've already kind of covered that. Um, I was gonna say like what. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna actually say like what was the words now become like you know like what you so you backed out what have you left. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you could use that as the, you uh, as the. I think, yeah, you go into something like that as the third part, and then not that question explicitly, and maybe oh, right, sort yeah, of, yeah. yeah, like like what you're saying. How so? Uh, what what mm. do you intend for the words to become, or how are they going to be used? Yeah. Um, so it's similar, but you could. Yeah. Your own way. Okay. Um, could you just like explain a little bit of what? the words that you have left, what they mean and why you've left those ones particularly and why you've blacked out the others. Yeah, so the first thing I did in this project was take a bunch of love monologues from any, not any, it was a series of maybe five different films that made me feel things. Um, and then I took out some of the keywords and I gave those, it was a fill in the blank sheet essentially, I gave that to a bunch of people and what they gave back to me filled in brought out certain theme themes like someone rewrote like love actually or with no eye or something with but it was just all about feet and then someone else gave back um a rewrite of another film and it was all about food and then so scouring through this original text you see these themes begin to emerge again like uh darkness is one of them sorry is one of them milk teeth feet of all these different film uh, and fridges, or all these different things that are beginning to emerge. So I've left, I've left these kind of words that are slightly evocative of those kind of themes. I've left in. It's tough, but in one sentence, uh, could you describe what design means for you? Hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, design is like projectile vomiting all over your friend. Nice. Um, and could you talk a little bit about uh, how what you brought with you today? Um, fits in with this idea? Um, of course. So a lot of the material I'm working with is largely written work and it's largely image-based. And I think at the beginning of uni, I sort of slightly struggled with feeling like that was a legitimate form of design. So I think by bringing along like a script and something that is, I mean, paper-based because that's what it is, but also word-based, I think it's... I guess it fits in with my definition of design because it's about it's about the written the written being a designed artifact and being something you can hold and something you can interact with um and it's also about kind of projecting yourself onto something and then making that into a thing that then projects into a wider space and I think what's like really lovely about these books that you've bought um is that like you were just saying about how the written so writing as a object of design in itself is that here these are like really nice objects in themselves because i don't know they're just with the blacked out every page has been pressed on and like smudged and it's just like i think yeah i completely agree and it's just a really nice example of it in these objects you've got with you so yeah well done <laughs> thanks i mean it's something that's fundamentally it's something that's been used and it's something that's been interacted with and it's something that's been altered and I think 
design is something that perhaps should always be in some kind of motion. If we've, I mean, we've been talking quite a lot about like projectile as a definition, and I think that's an important thing to consider. And I think that's hopefully what those things are. Um, yeah, and just to end, uh, what would you like your outro music to be? Uh, ooh, I'd like my outro music to be Rich Boys by the Aqua Dolls, and that's spelt with a Z. Great choice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And cut. Design is like projectile vomiting all over your friend. Blacking out pages of a book to design how intimacy is experienced. Well, if you didn't want Sophie to do that, you should have written a more interesting rom-com.